Welcome to Abuelas en Acción, a multicultural podcast for our common good. I am Marie Dahlstrom, and I'm here with my co-host and comadre, Dr. Rosemary Celaya Alston. Our Abuela's journey has now reached a milestone of over 75 episodes that have all taken place during the two and a half years of a pandemic with many losses and traumas that we have all endured in our communities, in our world. Our most recent tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, near the city of San Antonio, Texas, where my family and I live, in Uvalde, we experienced the tragic, unbelievable mass murder of 19 innocent children and their two teachers. We are shocked. We cry. We grieve. We ask, is this the country we have become? We scream and cry out for an end to this violence. We demand change from our elected officials. However, each of us must ask questions like, what kind of a country are we? Have we become? What are the core values that we hold? And what responsibilities do each of us have for change? We are reminded that democracy means active participation of all of us. Will we take to the streets? Will we hold politicians accountable for common sense gun laws? Will we start in our own homes and communities by talking about these senseless killings? Or will we do what often happens is eventually forget the pain of these terrible, horrific deaths and continue with the busyness of our lives? Allowing ourselves to become numb to the threats of violence and normalizing a country, a society where children are not safe at school, where it's unsafe to go to a grocery store, to a concert, to a theater. What will each of us do in the names of these beautiful children and teachers from a small Latino community in Uvalde? What will we do in the names of our children, our grandchildren, and all of our community members to stop this national epidemic of gun violence. Most of us have not felt and worn the shoes of the families of the 19 children and two teachers who confronted the end of their lives looking at the barrel of an AR-15 assault machine gun. The unleashing and deep-rooted anger and self-torture on the face of an 18-year-old resulted in his wrath unhinging of a mind gone so horribly into a dark place. There had been signs. So his solution was to plan and execute, inflicting more pain and trauma on innocent lives, shattering the dreams of their tomorrows. 
in every corner of our country, we are horrified and blindsided yet again and left with the true realization that it is unsafe to send our children to school and go to the grocery store for groceries. And instead of families preparing for the summer breaks, they're going to grave sites. I heard a doctor recently interviewed share. Are we more interested in guns and dollars than in our sons and daughters? Last Tuesday afternoon took us back to over a decade of increased gun violence with approximately 12 mass murders reported in communities and schools with the common denominator of a machine gun taking center stage in our country. Instead of rain coming down us, we're seeing the spraying of bullets. When we think, how did we get here? Who has the responsibility to do something about this? We need to remind ourselves where we once were before. What lessons learned did this country have from Sandy Hook? This is a crisis. There's no way around us not collectively doing something about this. When other countries who have experienced the same horrific trauma have acted, they have worked on securing laws and policies to address some of these issues. How can we ignore the pleas of a child asking, is there nowhere that is safe? Here's what we know. The laws we have in place are not working. We have seen an increase in violence for over 10 years with gun homicides, gun suicides, and violence in our homes and communities. We also know talk is cheap. Our actions speak louder than words. There is unrest in our neighborhoods and cities longing for peace. Peace in all places where poverty, aggression, and violence oppresses and destroys our human spirit. Here's also what we know. So many of us want peace in our aching hearts and in our minds. Both Marie and I would like to introduce to you Pláticas de la Vida, Talks About Our Lives. Pláticas de la Vida is a six-series podcast about our holistic well-being, mind, body, and spirit, designed to draw from our strengths, insights, and lessons learned from the stories of lives truly lived. Our desire is to share with you in each of these series our understandings of the issues in a creative way using the arts, traditional ways of knowing from our communities and families, and what we have learned from them. Maria and I have been reflecting upon and discussing the issues for some time, and we'll be sharing solutions and strategies with you. Each individual podcast is presented to you by using compassion as a centerpiece to that kitchen table of ours. We will begin the series September 5th for six weeks. We hope you will join us. Until we can feel our own pain and sorrow, we will not feel the pain and sorrow of others. The esteemed poet Naomi Shihab Nye says, 
before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. Life has anesthetized us, has numbed us. And Rosemary and I call it unfinished business. Pláticas de la Vida will go back and talk about this unfinished business. Pláticas, isn't that what we and our, what our abuelos and ancianos do? Share their stories, their wisdom about the importance of our culture, the history of our familias. Our familias' histories of joy and strength, but also our generational histories of pain and sorrow. For it is through the pain and sorrow, as Naomi Shihab Nye reminds us, that we will lead to the beauty of kindness, leading us to insights and joy that can lead to our mind, body, and spirit healing. It is only when each of us heals can we as a country heal, and we're ready to do it. We hope you will join us. Gracias. We will see you next time on Abuelas en Acción. Adiós.